What's the most important resource that you have? If you really thought about this deeply, I think you'd come to the same conclusion that Joey and I did. It's time. In our newest book, Wealth Without Wall Street, The Three Steps to Financial Freedom Through Passive Income, we talk about how are we tracking that time? Well, what is the thing that we can do to get more of that time back? That's right. If you've ever been listening to our podcast and thought, man, it would be amazing if I could take all the things that you guys have learned over the last 10 years and just summarize them, put them in some way to easily digest them and take action, that's what this book is all about. You're not going to want to miss it. Go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash new book and get your copy today. Vision is something that you think about, but the reality of it is when you can see it because you've put it down somewhere in front of you. Okay, I don't know what you mean. Yesterday, I had a chance to sit down with our family, and we went through vision boarding. And I don't know if you've ever done this personally, but vision boarding is something that I've been doing going back to 2014, where I would think about who I want to be, what I want to do, and what I want to have. And then I would go and search the internet for items or my own pictures and create, you know, images of those things. And I would put them on a board, whether it was literally a poster board or in some situations, I've just created it as the, the background on my desktop. So first of all, my, my brain is just reeling about Ryan being in that meeting, a family <laughs> vision board meeting. <laughs> Well, and here's the things that you and I have had some amazing conversations lately with our older daughters when we did the Rich Dad Poor Dad for Teens. And if you've never listened to that video and you have teenagers, please go do that. I mean, the really coolness of it is hearing and their responses to the one thought that they have when the word money comes up. And I would encourage you to have that same conversation with your own kids just to, to hear what's in their head. But that that is a really cool part about this, Joey that when I was going through this process with our family is listening to their answers. So we would take a three minute section and I put a timer down and say, okay, I want you to write down all the ideas of the things that you want to be. And just because, you know, the, the first three or four may be like, Oh, interesting ideas, but then you really have to start thinking. And that's hard. You mentioned for Ryan, that's hard for an eight year old or Betsy who's 10. Well, that's like, pulling out things that are deep. It's not the, the normal surface type conversation. Like, what'd you do today? Did you have a fun time? Like, that's like, who do you want to be? Like that starts dredging up some cool, deep things. Well, and then to be able to sit down with them and say, okay, give me images. What do you, what was that thing? And then we went on the internet and went to Google images and I type in whatever they said and then I would let them, I would just kind of scroll and I would let them pick the image that most fit what they wanted that to represent. And then having that dialogue with them through that whole process. And I just love the idea of us envisioning ahead of time what we want to accomplish. I've heard you say that with Lily Cake, envision your shot before you hit it yeah. when she's playing golf. And we, we know that goals that are set out before us, if we will actually look at them, we can attain it. And I, I think it's perfect conversation as we're leading into 2021. A lot of times we, we may create New Year's resolutions, and some of those are great. But a lot of times, I think the reason why we don't hit New Year's resolutions is that they're not visual. They're, they're not tied to something emotional. Yeah, they kind of fall flat most cases. 
So I'm, I'm excited for us to actually talk about how, well, I'd love for you to even share how this year fold, unfolded for your vision board that you came up with for 2020 and how even today's report, their passive income report is part of that. Yeah. When we started this back, I don't know what it was, February, March, whenever we did one for the company and I was updating my board. One of the things I put on there was to have a passive income report. Cause there are a couple guys we've had on our podcast, John Lee Dumas and with entrepreneur on fire and uh, smart, Flynn. yeah, smart passive income with Pat Flynn. Both of them at one time put their own passive income reports on their website. And, and that just inspired me. That was like, that is a goal that we have one to be financially free, having more passive income than monthly expenses. But, but when they put it out there on their website for others to be able to peer into like that excited me, like that sort of accountability to a goal that I personally want to attain it is really motivational. And we set out the goal to create passive income and to share our passive income. And we're in the process of updating our website so it could be like a report the same way they have it. But today's episode is just another update on our personal journey to passive income being greater than monthly expenses and us just sharing what we're doing. Well, at the end of the day, like we talk a lot about passive income ideas on the show, as you know, but talk is so cheap. And there's so many people out there that will just tell you things and never prove it out. And so we felt like this was a necessary step as you look to us to in this journey, like we're going to share with you the good, the bad and the ugly. And so this week is no different. Why don't we jump into this November 2020 passive income report right now. Welcome to the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast, your guide to understanding how to get out of the Wall Street rat race and start your own mailbox money lifestyle. Now, don't let these handsome Southern draws fool you. These financial minds are teaching our country to enhance savings, increase cash flow, and create passive income, all without the help of Wall Street. Are you ready to break through? Now here are your hosts, Russ Morgan and Joey Murray. Are you looking for ways to implement ideas, get exposure to new ones, and be surrounded by people on the same journey as you? Joey, where can they go to do that? Go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash community. You can join for free today. November passive income report, Joey. Man, this is, I tell you what, it's shocking to me that we chose 2020 to start a passive income report because otherwise it could have been a dumpster fire. Well, I'm looking at the list of businesses and think about the list of businesses we have there. There's some that go up in rising markets. When everything's going great, they're, they're just going up like skyrockets. And there's also some businesses that do better in down markets. So when you see this list, which ones do you feel like are doing better when everything's going great? When everything's going great, I would say, um, I guess the cattle business would have been something that was on the rise. It's kind of flattened out. Um, I would say the multifamily would be constantly on the rise, but this year seems like it's kind of gotten a little shaky. And I don't know. I would say the land business has been, been pretty much even keel no matter what. 
I would even say on an up in an up market, the short-term rental business probably does better. Yeah, I could see that. Well, because I mean, we we've positioned that business to be more business oriented travel. Yeah, that's true. But you also fill in the gaps with personal travel. And, you know, because Airbnb is a major marketing site out there. So people are using that site for anything in addition to our business oriented marketing. So I would say that business would typically do better in an up market. Now, in a down market, which one do you think does better? Well, I, I'm not 100% sure, but our Ethereum miners have gone through the roof. And I think there's just because there's so much uncertainty. Well, yeah, as the market has continued to be more uncertain, I feel like as they're printing more money, the idea of having a cryptocurrency that's not tied to just ridiculous stimulus gives people some sort of consistency, if you will, in a very volatile deal right now. I, I hope down the road crypto becomes a little more stable. But yeah, I've seen the Ethereum miner. I mean, obviously that's the one that sticks out to me. We're we're, we're mining the currency, right? Yeah. I mean, so the currency is is ultimately we're seeing that currency rise dramatically. I think it's up like three hundred percent over the last twelve months. And what we're our output has been consistent, like us mining it and performing the function to get paid in that cryptocurrency. But what we've seen is the payments be worth a lot more now. Yeah, no doubt. Well, let, let's kind of go business by business here and start breaking it down. All right. So let's, let's dive into the land business here, Russ. Our land business in the month of November actually took a little bit of a step back from October. You want to talk about that? Well, yeah. So if you're the first time you've ever listened to our passive income report, Joey and I own a business that actually flips raw land where we go and make offers to people at usually 25 to 30 cents on the dollar. They, um, they take that offer. Then we go out and market the property. We sell it typically on terms to someone where they're paying us monthly over five to seven years, depending on the size of the property. And that is what's creating the passive income. And it's been a great little tool that we've added to our portfolio this year. And yeah, we had a little back tracking or backsledding if you want, because we, we actually sold a major piece of property. It was like, like 10 pieces of property, I think actually bundled together to one person. And that person after paying for like two or three months decided they no longer wanted the property and defaulted on the loan. Yeah. This is $130,000 worth of land that he just quit paying on. And, and was, that, that was $2,500 a month of passive income. Yeah. So, so, so the negative of it is our monthly passive income for that specific business went down. The positive though, is we actually now reduced our cost for the property because we not only got to keep his 10% down payment, yep, but also 13,000 bucks right there. <laughs> we also got paid three months at $2,500 a piece. And, and whenever he decided that, no, I don't want it anymore. And because this is not like a typical house, we're not having to foreclose and go through legal proceedings. It's just a contract. They didn't perform their end of the con contract, which was paying us. So we end the contract. Now we go back and market the property again. Yeah. Just being able to resell that land over again. This is, this is going to be a really big win for the month of November though. We're down to 2830 per month on our passive income right now. So you might be wondering like, how does that actually work? What do you, what do you mean? How does your cost go down? So just imagine we bought, 135,000 what we sold it for. So 25% of that, Joey, call it 30 grand. Yeah. Let's just say we paid $30,000 for that property. 
Well, we got 13,000 on the down payment from this person we sold it to plus $7,500 over three months. That's 20 grand. So what's our cost for this property? We got about 10 grand in it right now. That's <laughs> so, pretty silly. So if we can turn around and sell it for 130,000 again, you kind of see where we're going here. So yes, slowly we lost income, but we're going to get it back. It just will take a, a little bit more time to market it. And by the way, you've probably heard us talk about this before on the show, but if not, we learned all of this from the land geek himself, Mark Podolsky. And if this is something that you want to implement, we just want to give uh, credit where credit is due. And um, you guys can go and, and download either the investor toolkit with the land geek, where it's kind of a do it yourself. Uh, we chose to go through flight school, which was we, we did it with Scott Todd as our, our flight instructor, if you will, like teaching us how to do this business step by step. And that's really the way you build accountability into your process. So highly encourage you to, to take this step towards passive income. This is one of the most profitable ways to do so. And uh, we just want to, we give credit where credit's due. Well, and I would say this too. Sometimes people say, well, Russ, I, I've looked into this land geek process flipping land and it doesn't seem that passive it seems like that's a business and it is a business right i mean the the whole point of what we're teaching is how for you to take charge take control have influence over the results once you learn a learn something then you can teach someone else how to do it and I think that's the process that you should follow if you're going to get into the land flipping business is that you should go through the process yourself, learn it, and then as quickly as possible, start delegating those tasks to someone else who can do them at a much cheaper rate. I'm going to give you an example. So the other, the other, other day, I gave my daughters an opportunity to clean the house. Man, that sounds great. Well, no, I told them, I said, I want you to clean the house, but I'm going to give you $60 to make it happen. Okay. Okay. That, that makes it better. But see, to be honest, in, inside of me, I don't want to pay my kids to do a job because I don't want them in their minds to start thinking that I must go to work to create the income because to all, trade that time for money. At, at the end of the day, there's only so much time. Yeah. And I kind of gave them some hints. I said, look, you have the opportunity to hire your cousins out, hire your, your younger uh, brother and sister out, do whatever you want to. I'm going to give it to you. I just want the job to be done. Well, I come home that night. The jo job was done about 70%. Mm. And so I had to do some quality control. I came, I came and showed them the issues that were wrong. Cause I wanted them to know this is your business. And they were, they were fighting about who was going to get the money. Who was supposed to do this? Who was supposed to be that? I don't care. I heard you two. That's right. Whoever you outsource it or didn't outsource it to, that's your own issue. But here's a problem. I'm not going to pay you full rate for it. Mm. It just, that's not going to happen. But then I asked them, I said, well, who all did you get to do the job? And they were saying, well, we just decided to split it up between the two of us. Mm. They didn't hire anybody out. And I, I was a little frustrated with that. And so I'm going to go back and I'm going to use that as a lesson again, but I'm going to say, it's, here's the thing. It's okay that you did it the first time, because if you did it the first time, because you wanted to know how to do it correctly, so then you could teach somebody what to do. I'm good with that. But if every single time you just want to do it yourself, you're not going to go that far. The old adage of, I would rather have 1% of a hundred people's efforts than a hundred percent of my own one. True. And I think that that's what I want to bring out in this land flipping. It's okay to do the land flipping, but just know that you want to start allocating time in your day to teach someone else. So then it became, can become passive. 
Well, and, and the land business itself, it, it lends itself to be able to use virtual assistants and other things. It doesn't require your presence. So yep. it is definitely a, an opportunity to leverage technology. Yeah. All right. A little quick update on Iron City Cattle, a cattle company Joey and I own a part interest in. Super unsuccessful. <laughs> Something that we probably wouldn't do again. We thought it would be cool to own cattle and sell semen and be able to, you know, raise different, you know, yearlings or whatever and sell those in auctions. We did it for a couple of years now. And it's one of those things we're about to wind down. Nothing has sold this past month. And we're going to be looking first quarter of next year as those the, those new heifers and, and new little bulls are ready to be sold at market. And that'll probably start to wind it down. Anybody in the cat uh, interested in cattle, interested in steak, send us a message. <laughs> we'll, we're going to be uh, d dissolving the cattle business in 2021. All right. Now uh, wake up in Birmingham. Now wake up in Birmingham is our short term rental business. And uh, we had some pretty exciting things happen in the month of November. We ended up adding seven more units in November, so a total of 11. But now we only had two that came on at the very end. So we really had nine that were operating at full capacity. And we found out uh, at the end when we kind of gathered everything, we were only about 73% occupied across those nine units. Which that hurts my soul, to be honest with you, because mm. coming from my, my first job out of college, I was actually managing a rental car business. <laughs> and my job was to manage the occupancy rate to 92 to 95%. And when I see 73%, like that hurts my heart. Like I, I, I worked hard for four <laughs> years to hold 90% occupancy. When I see us at that, it tells me that we've got some room to grow in. And one of the things I think is we've looked back on the month and areas that we can improve is that we've been depending mostly 99% on Airbnb. And for 2021, where we're going to flip that on its head is I want Airbnb to be a filler. And we've got to improve our marketing. We're doing some things right now to improve our business travel marketing, reaching out to corporations, reaching out to HR companies, and getting more involved and taking a more active role instead of being passive which it's okay. We, we've grown really, really fast and it's required a lot of our time for our operator to work on that part of the business. But for the next two months, the goal is not to quite add right off the bat, but start improving those systems because that 73% needs to get north of 80 to 85 for me to start starting to feel a little more confident in what we're doing. Well, but I think the, the key there is, is just looking at, at 85%, this thing is ridiculously profitable. So it's, we're not that far from what is ideal or optimized. And that's, that's what we're going to work on. So the month of November, we brought in 27325 in the way of income. We had 22249 in expenses before we paid our operator. And so net net, we, we made about $900 after all, all expenses said and done. Yeah, that, that's just, to me, it's unacceptable because it's on us to be better at marketing. We need to increase the marketing. That's when we talk about creating influence, being able to control the outcome. And once we do that, once we get that right, that 73 becomes 80% that margin starts to widen because we've got fixed expenses in there. We can't do anything with exactly. the difference. Every percentage point you go up from the 73%, you're going to be putting 70 to 80 cents of that in your pocket. 
and that's what's exciting about this business. A lot of uh, really interesting hap things happening in 2021. All right, Ethereum miners. Most people don't know that we have a business that we bought and started, I don't know, two, three years ago, Joey, yep. and where we are mining uh, Ethereum and we get paid in that currency. And we've been doing that over, over the last uh, three years. And last month, uh, as Ethereum's price per dollar, coin per dollar has gone up, we brought in a little over $3,300 in income, expenses about $1,500, so our net was $1,843. But I think the, the real story for November, for me at least, was this was finally, you and I have been saying on this show, once that dollar amount gets up to high enough to where we could extract our initial expenses like the expenses to buy the computers, the expenses to manage them every month. We have to pay a management fee for the power and for the management of these computers every month. Once we got to a point, we were going to cash out. And why was that? Because we, this is a roller coaster, literally. Like every day that the price of Ethereum goes up and down and all around. And to be honest, like the mental drain, just knowing that that's out there, it, to me, it just has not been worth it. it. It is not. I mean, of course, if I could go back, you know, three years, I would have bought a hundred of these machines instead of what we bought, right? Like we right. just, we, we dipped our toe in the water. It immediately started going bad. We didn't add anything to it. So the fact that it's only producing $1,800 a month for us right now is not a whole lot of money, but it's, it is, if we could have gone back, we would have increased it. That's right. But now as I'm sitting here too, I, I don't want the mental hangup of dealing with the dumb currency because the currency, yes, it's up 300% over last December, but it jumps so much. It, it is the thing that Wall Street does to us. It makes us try to wonder what, what is if? the price going to be? Yes. When should I sell it? And you're never satisfied. You never are satisfied. The only way you would be satisfied if you literally sold it at the top and it plummeted after that. And, and nobody wants that. But but I am happy to report that having this uh, passive income report every month has made me accountable to making the decision. Because I told you once that happened, I was going to sell. And finally, in November, the, the cryptocurrency Ethereum got up high enough, the price of it, to where I was able to extract all of my expenses and get back to zero. And now I'm just playing... The, the, the monthly rental game, if you will. So you got like all your upfront investment and now you're literally playing with house money. Exactly. Okay. And so I'm excited about that and hopefully we'll have some really cool things to report in December. All right. Our long-term rental business is not performing very well. We, we have some syndicate stuff. We've got uh, a little condo that you own. Neither one of much I want to report on. <laughs> that, not a whole lot to, to talk about there, but let's go, let's drop down a little bit further and kind of get into some of the information because this is the part that we're, we're really kind of new to. Like we've always been helping people and setting up these life insurance contracts as a way to add value and get paid for that value. This year, we've added other things, other tools from an informational standpoint that we're actually getting compensated on. Yeah. So in, within our community, if you're not a part of that, you need to join. It's uh, community.wealthwithoutwallstreet.com. Go there. It's free. 
And uh, a lot of this information that we're sharing with you, you can get access to in there. You can see our podcasts every week. And the best part is you're joined with other people who are like-minded. That to me is, is just invaluable. But this month in particular, November uh, 2020, we actually were able to have a couple of, of specials around our, in, our inner circle. If you don't know what that is, that's where we really bring people in to talk more specifically about the infinite banking concept. And uh, so what we found in November is that we had a Black Friday special for people to join. And there's a lot of people that were looking forward to that opportunity. In fact, that combined with, uh, we also had a Land Geek sponsorship, right? Mark Podolsky has been part of our community and he believes so much in what we're doing. He wanted to actually be a part of that. And so all those things combined in our community, we brought in $14,349. We had expenses of about 2,500 because just for us to put this app together, there's an ongoing annual fee for that. And we just broke that into monthly. So total, we made 11849 within the community. What do you think about that, Russ? I like it. <laughs> you're okay with that? I do that again. <laughs> and I don't know if it. that's something you're like, well, that's good for you guys. I don't know how I could do that. Well, we didn't know we, how we could do it either. And once you find an area of expertise, you find something other people are interested in, build a community, allow them to find value in it. And then you can find opportunities for sponsorships and other things that you can do. There, there may not be something in your area, but we didn't know that we could do this either. And it's been a cool kind of experience. And I, I think what we've seen from that, we've also have some spinoffs. We've started doing some, some masterclass stuff that's very popular right now. The masterclass, we decided to create one called Freedom Seekers, yes. where people are going through our three-step process to creating more passive income than monthly expenses. And they, they want a little more hand-holding. They want to take some time. They want to go through all the courses that we've built, but they want some feedback from us. So we've been going through that live with them. There's been some cool inter interaction there. I'd probably love to hear some from you on that. Also, we created a mastermind for the short-term rental business that's going to start here in January. And there's a lot of people super excited about that because they want to be able to get into that space of renting a place on Airbnb or VRBO. And they want to learn from the experience that we've had over the last six months. Yeah, I'm kind of complaining about it, but <laughs> we've created $5,000 a month of cash flow if we were running it ourselves. For some people, that's more than what they make. Or, or that's a good chunk toward their monthly expenses. And to be able to do this on the side, that would be very interesting in them. And that's what they're going to have an opportunity to do. If, by the way, I, I didn't even think we mentioned that. If you want to join that short-term rental mastermind, there's still a, a seat or two left. You can go to wealthwellwallstreet.com forward slash STR mastermind. That's right. Yeah. And that's going to be literally a weekly meeting with our operator who is just about 10 steps ahead of you to help you get your very first 500 to $800 a month passive income. I mean, think about that, Russ. Like you literally are getting held coaching every single week with somebody who's just been there, done that. Everything's fresh on his mind and he's going to help you get that first one, maybe that second one done in the first 60. Well, he's done it 10 or 11 times. He, yeah. He's had to do that first unit 11 times over the last six months. So he has improved that process every single time that he's done it and will help you avoid the mistakes he made in one, two, and three. 
because right. he can give you here's the exact process because now just like we were talking about a second ago he's been doing it himself and he's in the process of handing it off for someone else to do this point going forward so you guys get the advantage of going through this learning this personally and then if you want to learn how to hand it off to someone where it can truly become passive yeah. One quick uh, update on the freedom seekers, which I think was just amazing. If you are in that position where you really could use accountability, we're going to open up new master classes in 2021. And we want you to be a part of it. Just one little snippet in one of our one-on-one -on -one meetings with one of the, the folks in freedom seekers, we were able to look through his cash flows and look through his goals and just start asking questions. And say, wait a minute, if you really want to be free to have your own business, like sooner rather than later, why are you funding your 401k? And just by asking him that question, it unlocked something in his mind that he was able to determine. And there's literally 33% of this guy's income that came in every month was going out in the way of debt and 401k contributions. When he turned that around, it was literally like he had hope again. It was like his eyes were open and he said, wait a minute, you mean I could do that? Like I could have that 33% that of my income every month in my control. I said, what would that do for you to grow your own business? You've, cha you've changed his life, Joey, by being able to listen to the things that he's struggling with and just point him into the things that he already wants to do. But when we're so close to things, we're so emotionally involved in things, we can't make the easy decisions that you and I just sitting back objectively bring those things out, put them in front of them. And they go, oh, yeah, that totally makes sense. I would have never thought to do that. And, and what another conversation I'm super excited about from this, Joey, is that the people said, you know, with my busy schedule, I – I want to do these courses, but to be honest, I can't really motivate myself to get them through. I'll start something and then, you know, life takes me away and I never come back to it. Get distracted. This has been a great tool for me to one, be able to start and have the ability to have some time between, you know, because we have two weeks before between each meeting and they know though at the, that two week mark, we're going to hold them accountable to the homework. And so ultimately they get it done and sure, I'm sure there's people doing it the night before, just like we did. And we were in high school and college, but the, the beauty of it is they're able to get it done even in their busy schedule. So if you're interested in participating in one of these new groups, that's going to start in 2021, go to wealth, forward slash freedom seekers and join the waiting list to be a part of that new class. All right. So rounding that out, Russ, I'll just kind of quickly update the, the, the short-term rental mastermind made $600 in the month of November. Freedom Seekers was 3,705. So total, uh, oh, and look, let's really quickly talk about 100 unicorns. Okay. 100 I, unicorns. I don't think I want to talk about it. Why? It sucks, man. <laughs> Your e-commerce business is at, uh, F commerce business right now. <laughs> It is, it's still struggling, but I am getting closer and closer. In fact, our business coach connected me with an e-commerce expert. So I, I want to ask you, do you really believe you're getting closer? This I, is the question that everyone out there is they're saying, Russ, hold Joey accountable. Like, is this a business that Joey needs to put the fork in? I'm not going to put the fork in because 
I have not been focused in on getting the marketing right, but I did have a meeting with my business coach, uh, an expert that he connected me with. And one of his really key points was focus in on Facebook marketing and find one product, test 20 products, but find the one that gets you to a point where you break even or you make a little bit of money. And then subsequently you can scale it from there. He said, most people don't understand how e-commerce works, so, which is what I didn't. So when, when was that conversation? Um, that was really early November. And tell me the one product that you focused in on. I'm working with my Facebook marketing guy to get that launched into, I'm going to, I'm just telling you I'm behind. I'm behind. Well, I just want to like for, for the podcast, give us a drop dead date. If it doesn't break even by this date, I'm going to stick a fork in it. Well, it's not about break, like the business breaking even he's saying, find the product. No, I'm talking about the business breaking even. I don't care how you get there. You, you guys can work all the strategy behind the scene you want to. What's the date? Put it, I want, I'm holding you accountable right now, putting your feet to the fire. I want to know what day of 2021 is this business going to break even or we're going to find a buyer for it? I would say if I can get to by the end of March, if I don't have it to where it is making money, then we're going to call it quits. That didn't sound really definitive. Did you say by March 31st, if it hasn't broken even, that I'm going to end it? Yes. Okay. I'm going to do it. All right, cool. I, I'm, thank you for allowing me to hold Joey's <laughs> and, and you helped me hold Joey accountable to that because this is something that as entrepreneurs, we get emotionally attached to our ideas. I know this. I have done this way too many times over my life. So I'm not emotionally attached to Joey's thing. So as you guys know, I can, I can really beat up on him really easily. And I'm rooting for you, by the way. I'm rooting for this e-commerce business because I want to have another business that I can ultimately invest in. But I don't, I don't feel confident in it right now, so I don't want to put any money in the deal. But I do think that as you're listening to this Passive Income Report, hopefully there's been one or two things that we've shared that not only maybe inspires you to go out and start your own business, create your own passive income, whether it's one of the ones we're doing or not, that doesn't matter. The objective is, is to learn along the way. We're sitting here, we're looking at the end of November. We brought in $53,862. That's pretty cool in revenue. No doubt. From things really, I mean, there's a little bit of that that existed before this year. But a large portion of that was created this specific year because our focus has been create passive income, create passive income, create passive income. Monthly expenses, 32803 for a net profit of over $20,969. If we could do that every single month, that would be okay. We can make that work. I would be okay with that. All right. Thank you for listening to this week and this month's podcast on our November Passive Income Report. We hope you have an amazing New Year's Eve and create a vision board so that you can achieve what you want to, which is financial freedom starting in 2021. Have a great day. This has been the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to break free of the Wall Street mindset and begin building wealth on your own terms in places you understand so that your wealth will never run dry. See you next episode.